0: Episode 487 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that's super good at technology and computers. In this episode, we talk about YouTube Premium, Santiago Calatrava, and Pop Culture Wishlist.
1: I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin.
0: I'm Patrick Hill. So check your batteries and be sure to avoid cyclical charging, because it's time to get powered up with another episode. (laughs) I'm such an idiot. kick off every episode by going around the table which is where we talk about things that are new fun and noteworthy about our weeks and lauren i am dying to hear about your week so why don't you kick us off you know her name is lauren what did i say lauren
1: oh wait no it's this hang on
0: we need to start here (laughs) i call you i call you lauren yeah you call her lauren yeah completely
1: I I mean you? I definitely res- respond to both.
0: <laughs> That's fine but, but which, I'm but saying but which is it? But which is, I is say Lauren or Lauren? Lauren. Lauren. Lauren.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Lauren Same is again? not Lauren like yeah, Lauren Lauren with like the You do know how your name is spelled. I know but like that everyone says Lauren. I not get everyone, my name misspelled apparently. all the time.
0: So, L O R E N is how I pronounce it. That's how you pronounce it.
1: Yes. But and that it, is how but usually guys spell it, is typically. Hmm. Interesting. Is Trevor bad at spelling? What? <laughs> guys. General. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I meant like when you're, if you're a guy named Lauren, it's usually L O R E N. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you guys, guys
0: were idiots and just. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry. Because I've met several Guy Lawrence and they pronounce okay. it or spell it L O R E N, but yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. So,
0: but, but to be clear, it doesn't matter how it's spelled, just like the whole GIF GIF thing, right? The person who GIF. owns the name gets to choose how it's pronounced. That, okay. And that's true. So, in this case, uh, it's Lauren, like O R E
1: N. Yeah. That's yeah. how I say it, but. Lauren is not, like, so incorrect that I don't know what you're saying or anything. I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) I, of all people, do not take the time to go Lauren.
0: I la ren (laughs) (laughs) This is true. This is very true. What kind of name is Paul? Paul. Paul. (laughs) Uh, That will not be the last time that uh, New Girl is referenced tonight. I can promise you that. Okay. Oh, it's fresh on your mind. I know.
1: Yeah. um, Lauren, why don't you uh,
0: talk about your week?
1: Yeah, I, um, I haven't had too exciting of a week, really. I've just been, like, running around um, trying to stay caught up with work and everything. Um, and, like, last week I had, like, one of my favorite things we did was just play D&D together. That was really fun. We did our Dungeons oh. & Designers uh, kind of revival night, I guess. yeah. <laughs> And uh, tried out D&D 1, and I just really enjoyed that. It was very fun. So uh, thank you, Will, for DMing for us. That was really just a good time. Like, it was really fun. And you can watch the replay uh, here on Twitch or YouTube, correct? Correct. Yep. Yes. Um, And hopefully we'll get to play again soon, because it was just, it was wonderful. Um, So other than that, uh, I played a different game with some of my friends over the weekend, and it's a game, Andrew, you have told us all about before, um, Here to Slay yeah yes it's really cute game um it's by the same people who made exploding unicorns i think it's the mm-hmm. yes yes okay i was like it might be some other word unicorns i had a moment when i was trying to remember this um uh, but it's uh
0: like, it's actually not exploding unicorns. oh it's unstable Unsta- uni- unstable yeah unicorns.
1: It, as i said it i thought of the right one now okay. i'm
2: not a fan of that game Go ahead. Yeah, but no, I'm just, no, it's too its too luck-based. Anyway, Lauren, continue.
1: Well, this one is a bit different. Here to Slay oh, is kind say of somewhat, <laughs> somewhat based huh. on D&D where you, like you have kind of like classes similar to D&D and right. then you have um, cards that you collect that you can kind of modify your dice rolls with and stuff. But it's a very simplified version. Like, I'd say games take around like half hour to an hour. Mm -hmm. I played twice. And like the first game went really quick and the second game went really slow. So it was just like, um, I think it was also the second time like like, um, all of us understood how to better, so we were, like, using more modifiers and, like, challenging yeah. more because we were like, oh, I, now I get how this works better. But it was just one of those games where, like, you tried it once and, like, the, it made sense, but it just took one more round to, like, get a little better at the strategy of it, you know? Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It's fun. My friends said they were going to buy the expansion, so I'm excited to, like, try it again later with the, like, extra classes and stuff that those add in. So, yeah. Um, Going to second your recommendation for here, Mm just like that was definitely a very fun game to play, and it works great. Like honestly, the more people you have, which was cool as well. Like when we had the the maximum amount of players, it was most fun. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and so uh,
2: to decorate my office, Lauren, uh, totally in line with what you were just talking about. Do you think that I should go spaceship theme Mm. theme? Or I could go middle. Uh, hold on, let me take a step back. Medieval, themed. Oh. Themed.
0: I thought you were trying to say Middle Earth, which yeah, I, I was, was one. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Um, or I could move into like, uh, what would be another option in my mind somehow? Oh, um, wood panelings so like eighties living room themed. Oh, Thoughts? I mean.
1: I was really on Team Spaceship until you said the wood paneling. Okay. It can't, it can't be that expensive to
2: find
0: wood paneling that's been ripped out of an old house.
1: Well, you could also get fake wood paneling. Like, you could get a vinyl decal. Yeah,
0: but if it's fake, then it doesn't smell like 40 years of cigarette smoke.
1: Yes, that's true. The, 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 the true 80s, like, feeling isn't there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
2: I would have to find one of those orange and brown couches.
0: At the risk of, of taking us deeper down a, a trail that has literally nothing to do with what Lauren is talking about. Yeah, it's okay though. What, <laughs> what, what prompted that question?
1: Yeah. Uh. Well,
2: Lauren has really good uh, design sense and she likes oh, to build thanks. booths, things like that. Inevitably. We're so you were just thinking-
0: about things that she wasn't talking about. I was about,
1: about <laughs> things, <laughs> things that, that make I could help him Lauren
0: with. good. Okay. Things that make Lauren good. Yeah. <laughs> other than her own pronunciation of her name. Yeah. He <laughs> said that unstable,
2: whatever, that they made the game. I checked out immediately. I mean, ah, I just. So you instantly oh, started thinking I'm of sorry. other yeah, things
1: yeah. to
0: talk about that
2: were not <laughs> what so she was. So funny. Talking about. <laughs> yeah. Then the again, it. I think Lauren can contribute to. <laughs>
0: Cool, yeah. okay, cool. All well, right. my vote is
1: definitely going to be for the 80s living room second vote okay, spaceship. I think that would also just fit your personality. Uh, I
0: actually, I, I second that. Not that you asked or care, but when maybe I start talking, then you'll care about what you want to hear from <laughs> me. I, I'll revisit this topic when it's Andrew's turn. Sorry, Lauren, continue. No, that's
1: okay. I feel like my studio aesthetic is like like Howl's Moving Castle's bedroom. Like, <laughs> well, like you actually stuff work everywhere. In yours. This is yes, all fake. Is true. I,
2: I cut all this out of styrofoam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all an illusion. Your, your, it's just a green, green screen, screen actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um so speaking of green screen, I've been working a lot this week, so I've been watching a bit of TV. Um the new season of The Crown came out and I just binged through that as you do with the Crown because it comes out on Netflix and that's just how it works. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, it's just one that's of those what shows Netflix was designed for.
1: It's just one of those shows that you really like I, I feel like I end up getting like sucked into and I just like want to know what happens next, even though it's all based on history. I think like knowing the tidbits that you know are what keeps it interesting because you know what they're setting up for. Um, And I just think that show is just done so well. Like, you know, like I'm not I would like never call myself like a monarchist or anything, but I just find the story like so fascinating the way that they do it. Like the way that the show is shot is so beautiful. It's like so painstakingly, um, you know, like recreated and maintained. And like it's just a very impressive of television in many ways and so like I have a lot of respect for what The Crown is doing and it, it just continues to be very very good. Uh, the newest Is this season, like a final season or something? Uh, so I found out today that this was like meant to be the final season but they decided to do an extra sixth season because they kind of had like more um, ideas. The kind of general rule is that they have like the two season stretches with the new cast, so it felt kind of not surprising to me that they had a sixth season because this was a another recasting of everyone. Okay. Um, and I did think it was interesting because like at first, like when the when this episode started, like I hadn't paid as much attention to the recasting as I had in prior seasons, but I hadn't realized that um Queen Elizabeth is cast now as the lady who played Umbridge in Harry Potter, who you just Oh. You hate that lady. Like it was very hard oh, at first man. to be like Okay, it's not Harry Potter. I know, but I'm just saying. Like this, the the actress that I'm talking about is is not dead or anything, and then uh philip her husband is played by the high sparrow from game of thrones which is another character we're just like oh this guy so i just thought it was funny that like by the end of the season i was like okay i'm like i've I've really like shifted because like they they both did such a good job that i was like okay you've you've come out of this like bad guy that image that i have in my head for now
2: (laughs) i don't know that i can ever see that actress and be okay with her
1: yeah, it it took me, like, almost the entire season to get used to her not as Dolores Umbridge, especially because, like, Umbridge is also kind of styled like the Queen, so it's, like, a very kind of weird back and forth, you know?
0: <laughs> like an interesting kind of faux meta situation?
1: Yeah, like, clearly her style is based on that, and then, like, she plays the character later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the crown is still good., uh, That's all I really have to say. Like, I don't feel like the quality's ever changed in that show. It's just like stayed very consistently, very good. Um, yeah, and the new se- the last season will probably be out around the same time next year because they're already filming it and everything. so um, and it won't catch up to present time either, which I think is probably a good thing, unless who knows yeah. maybe they'll pick it up ten years later.
2: <laughs> but I don't know if you can. I mean, I think the the time separate from the event. It's constantly adding more context that allows you to tell that story like you wouldn't want to tell that story so close to it happening but Be- because i feel like there's a way better chance that
1: oh yeah i think half the point of the show is like reflecting on the past so like if it gets too right. caught up to the present it becomes a little less um
2: there hasn't been time for it literally, literally yeah yeah it's like it's a,
1: yeah. sort of against the thesis of the show i guess at that point yeah. like because it's it is about like reflecting on this these things i think um but yeah, it, it gets right, like, up to the stuff that I knew more at this point, too, which was also kind of cool, because, like, it just keeps continuing, and this is in the 90s now, so I was, like, you know, actually alive for some of this sh- this series. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, The Crown um, is back on Netflix. And then, uh, other than that, I've just been <laughs> rewatching Andor, because, honestly, like, I know I've talked about this show before, but it's come up in our, like, chat in, in Slack and everything, like, yeah. that just to remind people that this show is still going, and, like, you know, I know everyone was busy before with House of the Dragon and Rings of Power out at the same time, but Indoor is still on. They've got two more episodes left, and, like, the episode 10 is, like, one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen, period. And so, like... What? The fact that it's Star Wars is weird to me, because, like, even it just it was so moving, so awesome. Like I've rewatched it several times since I watched it last Wednesday and I just like cannot wait to see how this ends. This show you is said so episode excellent.
2: Mhm. I thought Will said there were only 6 episodes. No, he the thought there was only 6 yeah. and
1: like Mando only has 6 for and a lot of, so that's not like crazy. But uh now like Andor has 12. It will it will have 12 this season and 12 next season and then that'll be it. So this is a relatively short um commitment and it's a very like interesting piece of star wars because it's made by somebody who doesn't have as much reference for it as it usually has so you don't need like a ton of knowledge of other things like if you want to catch up you basically need to know like you you could know what happens in rogue one technically that spoils some stuff in this show if you don't want to know anything and if you know what happens in the original trilogy like empire bad uh you know rebels good you're gonna be fine like it's it's very set up to like uh, be watchable for non-Star Wars people in a weird way as well. Do you
2: think, because you're not plugged into only this community, in our community, I mean, there, there's a couple people that are big into Andor, but there hasn't been near the chatter it's, in yes. Slack as we've seen for other shows. So, like, in other communities, is it does it feel the same way? Does it feel like people are, like...
1: Yeah, because, like, I was talking with my friends this weekend when we were hanging out, and, like, a lot of them, who are big Star Wars fans, like, have not watched it yet. And I'm like... How? Like, it's, you know, like, we've been, like, I I know it's, like, very recently off of this, like, extreme plateau of so much nerd content, but, like, this show is really, really, really good, so I'm like, everyone needs to catch up on it, like. It's getting, it's so,
0: it's getting an expansion, um, they are expanding distribution now, it's gonna be on ABC, it's gonna be on FX, yeah it's gonna be on Hulu, and it's gonna be on one other, there's one other platform, uh, oh, um. What's the like the teen, for the ABC like teen uh, like
1: CW or, or no?
0: It's kind of like that, but it's the it's it's oh my gosh, we're not it, that they do they do like the no the days of Halloween and the days of Christmas like what's it called? The, oh oh
1: um like ABC right like or but it's it is an ABC um, property, but what the heck is
0: it called anyway? Um oh, we'll someone think in the chat later. will later. Yeah get yeah it. yeah. Someone in the chat will get it, but it's uh it's getting picked up by these other distribution channels, so. They are making it a a larger thing than just the typical Disney Plus. now oh, it's obviously all ABC. Um, no, it's not pop. A freeform. Well, maybe, that's maybe it. Freeform. Freeform. That's, Form. It. Yep. that's it. That's it. ABC Freeform. That's right. And yes, that's exactly ABC right.
1: Family. That's why. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, Go, channel. Becca. <laughs> um,
2: so thank you, Kreider. You were wrong.
0: But I appreciate but I still, but thank yes. you, thank you to everyone who attempted to answer thank our you. question yeah yes, yes. um it's it's cool that they are recognizing this show transcends the the typical thing and they're I, trying something new with it so that's I'm cool.
1: also very very excited by that announcement and I honestly just thought of it but because like the way that this show has been working where There's kind of like smaller episode, like three, four episode chunks that kind of build up to another like big moment, which has made this season really exciting because there's basically already been like three events that could have been a season finale and anything else. Um, And like now to think that they have enough faith in this to like put it on TV means that these last two episodes are probably really, really, really good. Okay. Well, let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. They have a high, very very high bar to pass right now because like the last episode was so good. But I I, I believe in them.
2: This is the show that you people wanted, so watch it. Because yeah. you're not gonna get more of them if you don't. That's true. I, I've and and, and seen... honestly,
1: like I I kind of get it because like I thought like Boba Fett was not very good in my opinion, and Obi Wan was like okay, this is so good that I was like okay, I'm sorry that I doubted you guys. I was wrong. Like. <laughs>
0: This is uh I, I've only seen the first three episodes of Andor, maybe four. Um it's you didn't for, get to the me, eye? It's, it's
1: it's okay. What did you say? The episode with the eye. With the eye. If you do not know what I'm talking about, then you haven't seen it yet, because it's awesome.
0: I also have maybe watched it passively because I wasn't super drawn into it. Everyone was talking about how great it was and I'm like, okay, I should be watching this.
1: I think the reason watching, though is that you, like, eh. you really, it's, it became like surprisingly a show where like, you know, just watching the reactions of one character to another and like what they're saying is very important because like, <clears throat> sorry, in episode like three or four that you're, talking about the point where you're at just that episode of them, like hanging out of that camp before they're going to do the heist, I thought was like incredible stuff, but it's all just people talking to each other. So like, it is very like, it doesn't necessarily like jump out at you in the way, like there's not like as much spectacle holding you to get, holding it together. I, it is just like talking. And I love it.
0: <laughs> I think the last episode that I watched involved people, uh, try, like the, the, uh, the authorities are trying to get him and, and he pairs up with this other guy and they escape. That's the episode. So I think uh, I've I think only you've seen, only seen the
1: episodes. first episode.
0: <laughs> no, it's definitely beyond the first episode. Uh, okay. Because um, maybe it's only the second. No, it's. it's, it's I, I honestly it's think what
1: you just described is the plot of the first episode.
2: <laughs> nice. Or maybe it's the plot of every episode. You're getting there. Lauren, who are you throwing it to? Uh,
1: Patrick. Andrew looks busy drawing.
2: Oh, right. You know what? I finally caught up on TV.
0: We've already talked about before, so I will not oh, talk good. about it um
1: other Which than shows? to
2: say
0: but the patrick watcher. did ask me and mckenzie did ask me multiple times this week have you watched the watcher yes I've i watched, watched it. i think yes.
1: technically it's just <laughs> watcher the watcher
2: <laughs> okay very right. unsatisfying ending really enjoyable right? show terrible ending yes. A genuinely like bad ending good show bad ending um okay
1: doesn't it make you curious how they'll do season two though because it's like that was an end. that's ended there's no question see
2: that that's the problem is that but see i disagree i think what they did with after that
1: ending i'm like no there's nothing else i need to know
2: (laughs) sure but and i'm saying what they did with that ending to me almost like tried to set up a uh, season two at the expense of having a satisfying arc I would have rather them completed the... Because in my opinion, they didn't complete the arc. Like, they took it right to the finish line and then just were like, meh. And that bugs me. So I wish they had finished that. And then in terms of season two, I mean, I, I, I'm i fine with with shows when they take kind of a similar premise... And throw the cast away and just recast the thing and
0: just do it in a... That's
1: fine. Do that. Like
0: American Horror Story. Yeah. Exactly. Like, a,
1: exactly. like this would have well, been great, I, okay, like, if it's a new mystery, that would be my preference for season two. But if it has any, like, overlap, I don't really understand what they're doing.
2: Well, because the story is done. I mean, this show is based on a true story. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Like based on the
0: novel it. Pushed by Sapphire.
2: <laughs> and and they, they exhausted all of that material, obviously. So, that, like, there's not anywhere to go with it in that sense, but... If enough people watch it, put enough money behind it, you'll you'll you can put together a story. Like I don't know, they'll figure that part out. But like, it was so close to being amazing, and then it was just like, nah, I don't know. So. I
1: wish it had been shorter. I think that also would have helped. I do you mean like, like thirteen
0: minute episodes.
1: Wait, you, you mean like <laughs> less, less episodes. episodes? Yeah, I think a tighter story than it so it didn't wander as much.
2: Well, I, so they just had a lot of characters. I don't think any one character was like necessarily over, overly saturated, but they're trying but just, to follow these threads with what felt like 20 different people that they had on the same plane of importance. And that that's like, you could have cut out half the characters and still told a really creepy, satisfying story. Because mm-hmm.
0: um, it didn't weave together at the end in the way that like... Uh like a uh an ocean's like, eleven or or, uh, or like
1: Fargo, like the way those seasons like the whole yeah. mys- like thing builds to some big mystery that's pays off
0: yeah, well, here's something that
2: did happen to pay off though a uh, while ago <laughs> I talked about uh have I talked about uh my Pokemon go update on the podcast mm mm. So a while ago, I talked about this uh, open source program called OpenStreetMap. So for those that don't know, I mean, if you use a maps function, you probably use like Google Maps or Apple Maps, something like that. There is this open source, uh, why I just said project, uh, called OpenStreetMap. This is something that anyone can contribute to. So... Uh, Instead of relying on, you know, Google relies on their own satellites and hardware and cars and, and little backpack cameras. You know, they rely on people to go physically map everything or their hardware to map everything. With OpenStreetMap, it relies, it does rely on people, but in a very different way. Uh, we all take on the responsibility of contributing to it. So any of us can go draw roads and draw uh like intersections and houses and businesses and put signs and parks and water and like draw boundaries and all this type of stuff. It's very fascinating. So it's called so so what I did so uh, oh, OpenStreetMap. You can go check it out. It's really quick to get into and it's surprisingly enjoyable. Like if you want to kill some time, but it feeds. Pokemon Go. So all of Pokemon Go's map data, data, comes from OpenStreetMap. So what I did, when I moved into this new neighborhood, and I moved into, like, a neighborhood they were building, and Pokemon Go, it was just, like, empty field. That's all it was. So I went in, and I mapped out the neighborhood that I could, which was only, like, my street and, like, uh, the little turnaround and, like, half of a street behind me. But I went and cleaned up all the roads for the neighborhood across the street because I only had about 50% of the roads in. So I added the additional ones. I cleaned up all the lines and and uh, put in some points of interest, put in a little park, put where the pool was, that type of stuff. Because I don't know which of this stuff influences which Pokemon show up. So oh, from my standpoint, I right. wanted to have variety because you know Pokemon aren't hand placed. It's going to depend on... The yeah, environment an that they sit in, in play, and exactly, yeah. and uh, I, I assume the density of roads plays into it. I assume, like obviously, where you are in the world plays into it, but the type of features there are. So, for all I know, making sure that that, that water runoff area that that's water, for all I know, that's going to contribute to potentially getting water type Pokemon. I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe. So I made sure I wouldn't put it in. Now, here's the thing: they don't pull this once a week. I did this. Almost two years ago. Like,
0: like, <laughs> it was very shortly after you moved into the house.
2: Right. So like a year and 10 months ago is when I did this. Yeah. And it finally updated two weeks ago. Wow. So now, after this amount of time, Pokemon spawn at my house. It's fantastic. I don't know that, I mean, it feels worth it now. I'm glad I didn't map it today because then I'd be waiting another 2 years. Yeah. Um so it feels good. I will say that when I mapped it there was only my road and behind me it was a little stub of a road. There's like it's like six roads deep now. So now I've got to go back and map like everything behind me, but I'm excited to do that and I'm I'm motivated now that I know it does actually work. That's the thing. I was like convinced I did it wrong. Now, if you go map well, this you specifically two years. I know. If you go do this specifically for Pokemon Go, Please note, whenever you save a change, you you submit an edit and someone has to approve your edit. In the description, put Pokemon Go. Because I think it makes it easier for them to either batch or prioritize those changes. So just make sure you label it properly. But otherwise, pull up OpenStreetMap. Go to your address. Look at it. Does it look right? Awesome. If it doesn't look right, consider contributing to it. Because this actually is running and powering Other things. One of those being a game that I really enjoy. Uh, So that's uh, it. By the way, last thing in the album. I'm going to throw it to Andrew for his reaction. Okay. Watched an episode of the Kardashians last night. Surprisingly enjoyable. Andrew, tell us about your week and what you call the Kardashians.
0: I loved it. (laughs) It ended, and I said, uh, is this the latest episode, or can we go ahead and watch the one that says up next? uh, (laughs) Yeah. And it was the latest episode, so I, I was not able to watch it. Um, I, I it, it was I don't know why it was. Fat. I love that Travis Barker was on. I had no idea that Travis Barker was connected to any of the Kardashians. Um, Marilyn Monroe's dress and the controversy of that, oh, yeah. like all of those, like I, I I was very intrigued by everything happening in that. So, um, so yeah, I would I would watch it. Now, if every episode isn't like that, then maybe I wouldn't like it, but. Um, I, I yeah, I just intrinsically I enjoyed production
2: value is great. It's it's uh, only the latest episode, or maybe I, I mean the latest season or latest two seasons. whenever like the production company shifted, but the the new stuff like this, I've only seen. Gosh, that's the only full episode I've ever seen. But I've only I've seen parts of other episodes from this season. I don't know, man. I like I get it. I get why someone would watch the show. It,
1: like it, it was <laughs> yeah, production super good. I agree. I've never okay, actually um, watched it
0: for my uh around the table uh it's gonna be mostly alcohol based um so i talked a couple weeks ago about the the book mouths and i do know that we have listeners to the show fans of the show who are friends of mine who are in this group that i'm getting ready to talk about um but this won't i don't believe they watch it live i think they hear it when it comes out so by that point the event will have happened, and this won't be spoiling. <laughs> if, you are happen, if you happen to be watching it right now, just don't listen for these next few minutes yeah. um, because I, I don't want to spoil things for you. But uh, I talked a couple weeks ago about how I'm part of this Whiskey and Wise group where we have to choose a book, uh, and then you have to pick uh, whiskey to pair with it, and it's, a, it's a, a guy's book club once a month. So this month I was in charge of it, and I picked the, the book Mouse. Um, the event is tomorrow night as of re- record date. So, um, when this releases, it will have been last night. Um, and, uh, so as I was preparing for it, um, pulling some discussion questions, things like that around, around the book. And if you don't, if you're unaware of you missed a couple episodes ago, mouse is a, a book. It's this book right here by art Spiegelman. It is, um, the very first graphic novel to win a Pulitzer prize. In fact, they created a, its own category for um, for books like this because it was so important so, to not give it to a graphic novel. Uh they created kind of, yeah. They created a Pulitzer Prize for graphic novels because of this book. That's my point. So, it was in, it wasn't until this book that they realized that graphic novels could have some degree of value beyond just fair, fair. fun comic booky things, right? So like it's it's a history book. It's um it depicts the story of the Holocaust in a very um, unique and intimate and personal way. It is a true story. I'm not going to go completely into, um, the whole story cause I did, I did review it a couple weeks ago. Um, also it's been around for a while. It's been around for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so what I decided to do, uh, was pair it with, um, a theme, like so you have to, you have to provide food and snacks and then whiskey. Um, so I decided to uh, uh talk to Patrick and Mackenzie about okay, how do I I don't do this stuff typically, like how do I plan a party yeah. or by myself? And so um they took to Pinterest. Um but <laughs> I uh, uh but what I ended up doing was doing a a German and Jewish inspired um list of foods and nice. uh and then in the whiskey. So all of the if you're familiar um Mao's with Mao's all of the German characters or the Nazis in the book. Um, are depicted as cats and, um, let's see if you can see the cats. Oh,
1: nice. It's cool so how you did that. Depict,
0: I, yeah, I drew, I drew the cats. Let's see if I can get it mm-hmm. to focus. Yeah, it there doesn't it is. seem like it's wanting to, but you anyway. I
2: could, I could just help
0: you with that. Sorry, oh yeah. Company. Let's yeah. 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 Here we go. Boom. Take it. There we go. So, yeah, there you go. um, so if it's German inspired food, so the smoked sausage blended nice. or jalapeno cheddar, then you've got the cats, um, where are they so if it's Jewish yes. inspired, you've got the 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 mice characters because the it's cats and mi- cats and mm-hmm. mice, um, and so if it's Jewish inspired, then you've got that. And are then you making um, your own latkes uh, from a mix, but yes, yeah. Um, and then I got a um, a kosher.
1: Well,
0: what were the other ones? A, oh, I'll tell you in a second. I got a kosher and a Bavarian um, whiskey to oh, pair with cool. that. I guess I can show you the actual whiskeys. So here's the whiskey, the the kosher whiskey, which is by the way hard to find. Yeah, kosher whiskey is hard to find. Um, I went to the largest like um, alcohol distributor locally, which is a very large um, uh, facility, and this was the only kosher whiskey that they had. There's one other really popular one, but it's hard for people to keep it in stock. Apparently, I, I called all around to try to get it, and then this other one um, is a a nice. A nice whiskey. It's from Bavaria and it's a 51-proof um, single malt whiskey. Let's see if I can get you. Can I have that? Nice. How do you pronounce that? Silrus?
1: Yeah, sure. That's what I would say. Um, Slurs. there's this whole
0: story. There's this whole story that's written on this little card. It's completely in German. And so I use Google Translate to translate <laughs> yes. it. And it talks all about talks all about the um the process of distilling it. It's a a single malt and going through that whole process and getting um all of the the things that they have to do to get it to 50. So this is a, a Cirrus, a Silris 51 single malt uh, whiskey. The 51 is for the proof. So it's, or 51% um, alcohol, I should say. It, so it's uh, that's the percentage. So they do a special thing to get it to 51%. Yeah, it'd be what,
2: 102 um, proof, and it's 51% ABV, alcohol by volume?
0: Yes, yeah.
2: That means that, uh, what is it, over 45% we said is Navy proof, which means that if you wait, is it over 45 or is it over 60 it's one of, so basically there's the a proof where if you spill it in the gunpowder the gunpowder will still work Whoa. <laughs> and so in order for like old it's navies, combustible basically it, it, that is yeah, terrifying yeah so it's <laughs> so it had to be high enough proof for that so like navy proof it's either over 45 or over 60 i can't remember which one it is anyway continue
0: uh so, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm pairing, I'm pairing all of that um, cool. for the evening. Uh, so the, I'll, I'll tell you the, the menu. It's latkes with applesauce. It's pastrami sandwich uh, with Swiss on a, a challah bread. Um, mm-hmm. And every session, regardless of what happens, this is the logo for it, is the the, the Whiskey and Wise logo. <laughs> yes. Um, every session there's double stuff for you, so I just put love by all. That's um, awesome. Uh, and then there's a che- – I did do a cheese plate um that has colby swiss munster and cheddar and it's cat on one side uh mouse on the other because everyone likes everybody everyone likes cheese Um, it's making me think of
1: um american tail
0: (laughs) a little bit yeah a little bit like that um no
1: cats in america
0: (laughs) where there's one more there we go bagel chips with roasted pepper and garlic hummus uh is my other uh, my other Jewish um inspired nice. meal and then I've got soft pretzels with mustard and beer cheese to be clear it's not true beer cheese because I couldn't no. find it anywhere even though there is a german freaking festival happening right now that Mackenzie and Patrick were at couldn't find beer cheese anywhere i don't know no. why Weird. it's impossible Weird. to find it's queso this this go around uh um, yeah
1: i was like i when i lived in wisconsin like that's like a staple you can buy it at a gas station yeah.
0: like <laughs> yeah, we, li- we live in like the one of the yeah, most like, German yeah. centric areas though like new Braunfels is uh, settled by Germans yeah. <laughs> like it's I don't understand why we don't have it there I've got uh smoked like bratwurst sausages blended uh like with beef and sausage and or beef and Yum. um pork and then jalapeno cheddar and then uh meatballs with mustard and pub cheese
1: it sounds delicious. So, what anyway, I was going to say the,
2: is that if you go get the German potato pancakes, they do those with applesauce.
0: So the lot, oh, but they do latkes with applesauce too, though. So I didn't so the pick thought up on the, was the, the that crossover.
2: It, yeah, the thought was that there's crossover because that's also what you get with German potato pancakes. Gotcha. Yeah, that
1: okay. makes sense. Um, Especially well, either like way, it, I doesn't, hope, it
0: doesn't make sen- it doesn't make sense because they already do it. They already do it. Well, so no, it does it's make sense. It made so much sense. They've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm really excited about the evening. It's been a it lot sounds to prepare fun. for. A lot it's been,
1: this, is, this is like uh, my favorite thing, though. Like this is what I, know, I love I doing knew you these would, things. It's so fun. I knew
0: you would I knew you would love it. And so um, awesome. drawing the little characters was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, researching the book, um, reading more like insights on the book. Um, I looked up several different like professor like uh, studies that they've done where they've taught this, this uh, courses about
1: this book. Yeah, I literally had um, like read well, this in college and like we discussed it like uh, any other book. It was awesome.
0: It's cool. It, this is very different for this group of guys. This is, yeah. this group of guys is very, um, uh, the books that we've read, a lot of them are military based. A lot of them yeah. are, cause you know um, like much more men type things. They would right? spell um, Lauren L O R. yeah they wouldn't even finish the rest of the word it would just be l-o-r um but uh so asking them to do a a graphic novel was um a little of a a little bit of a a twist for them already um because a lot of these guys will listen to the books on audio so there's no Mm -hmm. you can't listen to this book on audio because it's it's to be fair
1: if you're it, it's a good transition because it's far less reading than like if you're going to read Dune or something. I agree. You know? I agree. If I'm, if I'm
0: if I'm giving them a book that is not audible possible, yes. At least it's less words than, than you need. But um, <laughs> I hope they really enjoyed it. It's a different spin on how we how they've done it before, um, and uh, it's taken a lot of effort and money. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but you only do I only do it once a year, and I get to reap the benefits of them doing it the rest of the year. So I've That's probably super had. Cool, though. Two hundred dollars worth of alcohol over the year, anyway, right? Let so me, like it all just kind of goes goes in the wash the, anyway. So it's a cool thing. The hope would be
2: that if you go above and beyond doing it, that will encourage them to go above and beyond, and so potentially the next eleven months, like that's better than if you yeah. just phoned it in,
0: and 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 a couple of these have been very elaborate. The very first one I got invited to was a very elaborate one where it was a essentially like a, uh, like an escape, an escape room challenge. Oh, wow, that's so like, like a mystery thing. And I came in as, as a, a rogue agent. Um, it was all about like, um, like the, well, we, I don't need to go back into that, but we, there have been some really fun and exciting ones. Um, and then there's been some much more subdued and just general conversation. And, um, people are there for the whiskey um, for the most part. I hope I did a good job. I'm not, I'm not, I'm new to the world of whiskey. And I was most nervous about that of not picking something that people are going to be like, Oh, he bought that. I tried to not be a noob about it. I did some research nice, and I didn't, I didn't skimp out on the whiskey and I hope that translates. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's a fun time. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, so I cool. Hope that they all good enjoy luck with it. everything. Um, but that's, I'm, I think I'm just going to end that there. Uh, I think my, The rest of my week will spill into my master category here in just a second, and so uh, I'll talk about that then. Uh, With that being said, that's going to be it for our round the Table. Up next, master categories. Every week we talk about the master categories, which are the categories we roll with our dice the week before. We then pick our topics based on those categories. That's the game. Those are the rules. Let's play it. What do you say? Patrick, kick us off.
2: Yeah, so uh, I got TV. I got present TV, and I'm going to talk about how I tried to replace my TV uh, and how, unfortunately, that didn't oh. totally uh, work out for me. Uh, let me let me be clear. My primary method of watching TV, which is that I signed up for YouTube Premium. Uh, now, the way YouTube Premium works is that, uh, yes, it's an, it's an ad-free watching experience, which is probably the, the main thing. Um, but there are some additions you get you get access to premium music which i haven't tried at all you're able to download videos to watch offline you actually have a toggle where youtube will keep an offline section of videos that they just by themselves are like constantly updating and swapping out so if you ever find yourself with no internet in our board it'll have like Li- the like latest videos you would probably watch. And they're just constantly keeping this offline category like oh. ready for you, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. so they have some things like that. Um, but I wasn't interested in, in YouTube music in that app, even though there, it is a better like watch experience in the YouTube app itself. Wasn't interested in that offline mode. I'm going to use twice a year, not interested in that. Uh, in, my biggest thing was the ad free watching and uh, hopefully have a better TV experience because um, I find that I'm increasingly watching more and more content on YouTube. So Jedi's asking about me having YouTube TV. I do have YouTube TV, but my, my thing is I don't find myself watching like actual TV. The majority of the content I consume is on Twitch, and it's on YouTube. Uh, and increasingly, it's on YouTube itself. So like if I was to watch... Ten hours of content it doesn't matter the time frame. but if I was to watch ten hours of content, then genuinely eight of that would uh, seven of that would be consumed from YouTube itself. So my hope was YouTube premium start watching that stuff kind of as TV almost as a replacement. maybe I would find that 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 could almost become my TV because it's you know it's it's content on demand. From favorite creators, it's just that instead of studios sending in a stream of content, it's 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 individuals and and whatever. Um, okay, so this all started uh, probably six weeks ago is when I uh, took the plunge into YouTube Premium. One note, real quick, not a fan of this. This almost turned me off to the whole thing. When I initially went to buy YouTube Premium, I went to do it through uh, my phone. Uh, so I and I think I was specifically in the YouTube app, and I was going to upgrade to Premium in the app. When I went to do that, it told me it was going to be like 14.99 a month. I on my computer went to youtube.com, upgraded there and it was 11.99 a month. What? So, let me go and throw that out now that it was going to charge me more money had I signed up from my phone.
1: That's lame. already
2: that puts me off the experience. Yeah. But understandably. And it, yeah, and it I don't wasn't like this is a, uh, it wasn't like I put in a discount. I didn't find some special link. Both, to, like one time I think I went through the YouTube app on the phone. The other time I went just through the YouTube website, like in the browser. It's the only difference. It was literally like a $3 a month difference. So wow. let me go and throw that out first. I did use the, when I bought premium, a couple of weeks after that I did end up taking a trip. Offline mode worked great. So anybody curious about that? It was exactly what I said it would be. Really, really liked it. So, just but again, that's not the feature I cared about. All right, so I started watching more and more uh, YouTube content in the environment where I would typically watch TV content. So normally, if you watch YouTube, you're like sitting at your computer. Um, you know, it's it's probably like a, a more a casual pull up something between meetings, whatever. Whereas if you think TV environment, that feels more like. We're gonna Ouch. gather as a family, and it's gonna be like it's gonna take up this whole room and it's gonna be on a much bigger screen and and uh that type of thing. And I it's it doesn't it doesn't translate. That's where I've landed on this. It does not work. Like this content does not scale to the 65-inch uh TV experience, and it's it's going to be some combination of quality and content and these things put together. But even creators that are considered like the top of their kind of genre of content that they create, watching it in the youtube.com context is fine. Like I, I don't watch, um, uh, some of the shows I've talked about on here before. Like when I watch those on my computer, those things feel so highly produced. But the moment I put it on my TV, uh, it it feels a couple steps above like filming something with your home camera, and Mm. it just it does not keep my attention in that environment. I don't find it enjoyable in that environment, and I find myself just not 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 the environment
0: because you've sat in your chair in your living room watching those things on your laptop for hours. Right, right, right. It's the move. It, it's, it's like the, move the shift from, from computer to TV.
2: Like and so suddenly those little variances in like audio not quite being clean and levels being different and like the audio between videos changing a lot yeah. and like the differences in like color correction and like suddenly all those things add up to where it just feels like this disorganized like I don't know, I keep wanting to use the phrase hodge hodgepodge because i'm eighty five years old, but it just, <laughs> it just it just doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel good it doesn't it doesn't feel nice now, I'm sure there's some people like I'm sure if I watched uh m k b h d studio stuff like that quality probably does live up to the that experience, and I know that i mean he's he's probably not just uploading four k content, but when YouTube allows it he'll be uploading eight k content you know he it, it's very mm. important to him. To be on that, like, bleeding edge of quality and production. So I'm sure, like, hit that from a production standpoint would translate. But again, I found that in even content that I find really enjoyable uh, on my laptop, when I put it on a 65-inch screen it just loses something. So anyway, yeah. that I wish I had uh, a more concrete whys for it, it being this way. But uh but the short of it is I thought because of the amount I consume YouTube that YouTube Premium could be uh end of day TV replacement. That, that uh, forget Netflix, forget YouTube TV, forget a Hulu Mm -hmm. I could just bundle all those experiences into YouTube and have that be my primary source of content. And it's still small screen content. Hmm. And I was surprised that I felt that way because I thought of all people that I would love it. And I found that the content I enjoy watching the most on YouTube Premium. (laughs) (laughs) The content I enjoy watching the most when I'm using YouTube Premium in that context is shows that were made for TV that have been uploaded to YouTube. I find myself watching like Taskmaster yeah, and watched, things like that mm-hmm. that were already meant for TV. Anyway. Made, for, made <laughs> for TV and
0: then reduced to YouTube
2: just <laughs> yes. to be resized. Yep. So, yep. It's interesting. I, it's, it's, I, it's put me in this position where I, I, I've, I'm thinking a lot more about well, what is creating this, ex- what, what is creating this experience because I, I would have had no problem saying in the past that the content was just as good Maybe it's not. Maybe I don't realize how dense the content and pacing is of a, uh, uh, the typical TV shows that I watch. Or, um, like I said, I'm sure it's some combination of quality and yeah. content and cutting and all these things together. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a total letdown. So that's my YouTube Premium experience. <laughs> uh, still great having no ads. Uh, if I needed offline mode, it worked seamlessly, mm-hmm. flawlessly. YouTube music might be good. And one other fun thing, if you like watching like uh, music, if you want music, but like let's say you're driving, when you have YouTube premium, you can actually turn off your phone and sit it to the side and it will play music. For it'll you. just keep playing. Oh, There's things nice. like that that will do like it'll play background when the phone's lock screen is on and things like that that you couldn't get before. So there, there are a lot of niceties. Um, $11 a month. I'm on the fence if it's worth it. It's not worth the fourteen ninety nine. I don't know where that came from. Avoid <laughs> whatever that was. Uh, so if you are interested, make sure you go through your browser, get the lower price. And of course, if you can find a discount, if you get it for less, get it for less. But, um,
0: it's my experience. Okay. Cool. You tossing it to Andrew, go ahead. Okay. Um, so for me this week, I rolled a 20, which means I can talk about whatever I want. Um, going so here's your power
1: to talk about
0: (laughs) my power. Is going to be this. Here's the title of what I'm what I'm talking about: pop culture wish list. Okay. This is my pop culture wish list wish list. And here's 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 the topic. All right. I'm going to give you a handful of things that um, were some of the first things that came to mind when I came up with the idea, uh, mm-hmm. which is things from pop culture that when I have seen them. I have wanted them, but they don't exist in the real world. Let me give you my list. There's six things on my list. Some of these may overlap with some things that you guys think. But I also, while I'm doing this, I want you to be thinking of, making note of, and then discussing some of these things that are on your list. All right, so here's my pop culture wish list. I want to know how to play True American, which is a popularized game from oh. new girl. They play it over and over throughout the, throughout the, seasons. Uh, throughout the seasons, throughout the entirety yeah. of the show. True American is a staple of that show. Yeah. Um, from, from that show as well. I would die to read the Pepperwood Chronicles. This is the book series that Nick, um, writes and he becomes a, an, an author. And then by the, the, the later part of the series, um, a popular author and has several of the books in the series. Um, It's, it's about this new Orleans crime or like this new Orleans detective who does things uh, by any way, any, any way, but by the book and like, and as the show progresses, as, as the, the series goes on, you, you learn more and more about this Pepperwood character (laughs) and you hear different snippets from the book at different times. And it's always, pardon the pun, peppered in with these like really fun, um, like qu- like quirky scenarios that are happening. And I would die to read this book. I looked it up the other day to see if they did indeed release this book. You can buy on Amazon a um, a journal, just a blank like like lined journal with the yeah. cover printed on it. So you can get a Pepperwood journal, um, but alas, there is there is no book. Um, mm-hmm. On the topic of books, another book that I would buy and own. Somehow I manage. By Michael. By Scott. Yeah. Or by Michael. Michael. What's his middle initial? Michael
1: Jay Scott? Gary.
0: No. No, I don't know. Gary. Michael Gary Scott. Yep. Uh, by Michael Gary Scott, somehow I manage. I also looked up to see if this book existed. It doesn't exist. I wish for the like with all of the the, game
2: exists by the way the app i mean they just i think they ripped off the name i'm pretty sure but true american
0: i've looked at you're talking about true american right
2: no i'm talking about the somehow i manage
0: isn't that the name of the office game that they released there may be a game that they that they it's it's not it's completely not in it's not the book i I want the book and the book is totally doable we i mean the show is beloved by million it is the most watched television show in history uh on netflix like the most watched series, Nobody's uh, it's, just written it as like fan fiction, and that's what I'm saying. Between that and the the actual producers of The Office having the the having this at their disposal, write it as fi- write it as uh, a fictional thing by a kid. Like they did the Dunder Mifflin Infinity website, they did all of these other things in conjunction with the show. Why not write this book? They would sell. Yeah. Uh, Tens of these, if not dozens. (laughs) There are Um, dozens
1: of us.
0: (laughs) But I would for sure buy this book. I would love this book, even if it, because there's a, there's a, one of the chapters in the book is always be the guy that has gum (laughs) or everyone loves the guy who always has gum. I think that's, I think that's the 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 quote from the book. That's the whole chapter. (laughs) So like, I would love, I would love to get my hands on a copy of uh, Somehow I Manage. On the topic of Michael Gary Scott, I would love to watch the full run uh, um, premiere of Threat Level Midnight. I would love to see that movie in its entirety, not just the clips that we see of it in that one episode where uh, we have that kind of one-off special episode. Um, and then on the topic of NBC, I would love to see, and I've seen bits and pieces of this. I think there's there's lore that this game exists like a fan-made version of this game, but I want to see a produced version of The Cones of Dunshire I, was thinking, I would That play. made me
1: think of that when you said um, the the, I would. the true American one, yeah. They released a totally small play. batch
0: of that game, though.
1: What? Oh, they did. For
2: Cones of Dunshire, I think they released a small batch
0: of Did that they game. release it, or was it a fan-made, like, here's how you can put this game together on Let your own? Let me I,
2: research it.
0: Because I, I, I looked it up in preparation... Um, a long time ago for talking about, uh, for talking about this with some friends and didn't see, didn't see anything that, that showed that there was any actual production quality game that you could purchase at any point. Um, and if one does exist, then shoot me the link. Cause I will own it. Cause I would love to play the cones of Dunshire. Um, and, uh, um, it just looks like so much fun. And then finally, this one, I think you guys might, this might cross over onto some of the one on, on one of your lists, at mm-hmm. least yours, maybe Lauren, but I would love to see the entire production of the Nightman. That is actually <laughs> the a thing. That, that is actually the something that Cometh. they
1: did. They did. They went on tour with that.
0: A full production of it. Not just like, yes. Small and, and, pieces
1: of it. and it was not the cast performing it, but it was like an officially sanctioned, like musical that was approved or whatever by the cast. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I would yeah, love yeah. that. I would love to, to, I would love to see the night. That Cometh. would be so much fun. I, I'm a, I am a late-to-the-game, um, it's-always-sunny-in-philadelphia guy, so, like, I, any of that stuff that would have happened, like... This happened it several years happened ago, Before yeah. I was into it, so I would have missed out on some of the waves, like, you know, the first and second waves of yeah. fandom. Um, Kate but just the took night one of cometh. mine
1: <laughs> in chat. So...
0: Uh, that being said, uh, what are some of the ones that that you guys have on on your list? Because I know there's so many more. But th- Kat, th- th- that uh, was a smattering. Kate just
1: said one in chat that I would love to see is in, t- in "Forgetting Sarah Marshall." There's that puppet Dracula musical, "A Taste for Love." I would yeah. I would pay a lot of money to like see that in a theater performed by people. <laughs>
0: I'm not 100 percent sure I've ever seen the full movie of "Forgetting Sarah Marshall." That has Seth.
1: Rogen? No, 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 no. It's um, Jason Segel. Jason Segel.
0: Yeah, the poor yeah. man, Seth Rogen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're both in Freaks and Geeks. I guess there's a tie in there, you know? <laughs> but I, I love that movie, and that is one of the funniest jokes in the history of pop culture. I, like, fell out of my chair laughing the first time he sings the song. <laughs> that would be great. Um, I thought of Cones of Gentile as well. Um, this isn't as specifically, like, something that was in a show, but, like, something that came to mind immediately was a... Uh, the Lord and Miller, like, original script for the Han Solo movie. That's something that I would love to get my hands on one day and just read Is it, what they were that thinking. Does exist? Yeah, because originally they were the ones, like, making that movie, and they're the ones who did the Lego movie, and, like, I would oh, love to read, right. I would love to read their script for that movie, Untouched. What was their idea? That would be fascinating.
0: What was their idea that was so undoable that they had to stop production and hire Ron Howard. Is that what you're Yeah, about?
1: exactly. Like, I want to <laughs> okay. know, because, like, I doubt that it's actually anything, like, bad. I bet it, it just, like, was too much, like, they just didn't agree creatively. So I'm just like, that would be fascinating to read that script, I think.
0: Let me uh, let me throw a couple things up um, that are coming in from the chat. Yeah, chats. there's some great uh, answers in chat. So to answer this question from Kreider, wasn't there some sort of threat level midnight on Peacock? Yes, there was, but it's like a super cut of it, and it's from the show. It's a one-off from the. It's a, it's a one-off episode it's just from like the
1: show. Clips from the show, basically.
0: Yeah, um, and then uh, this one right here, you were saying um, the Avengers musical that from is, Hawkeye. So that's Rodgers. That's a great choice, yeah. The that's musical, and they did perform uh, at D23 this year. They did perform a... Um,
1: that like intro uh, song that they have in the show, correct? I
0: could do this all day. They yes. they they performed that live for the, the audience at D23. Um, and then I think you also said, let me scroll up here. I think you also said, yeah. The bro code and the playbook, uh, yeah. From How I I Met Your Mother. Um, so this does exist. It says you you have it. So um, I would love to see that. It's been such one of my favorite things. How I Met Your Mother.
1: uh, It doesn't hold up as well as I would like it to, but uh, (laughs) because like the bro code and playlist playbook stuff doesn't play well anymore. Uh, And (laughs) (laughs) but there's some true wonders from that show. Uh, The and the get psyched mix is something that you can actually like look up, like Barney's playlist. And I used to actually have like a CD I burned with all those songs because it is an excellent mix.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is like, there's, I feel like there are things that happen um, periodically where I'm like, I wish, I wish that was a thing that I, that I could have on my shelf. I, yeah. i got to um, think
1: about more. Cause like, there's definitely like stuff that would be on this that I'm not thinking of.
0: Yeah. Um, there's things so, I want, just
1: like an X-Wing pilot helmet. Cause I think they're really cool, but I've never bought one, you know? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and those are things that you can... Those are things that Yeah, I know you exist, can. I can right? buy it, yeah, yeah.
1: Can I but say just that cool? I want
2: to yeah. <laughs> just play the game from Ready Player One? Does that count?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does count. A lot of so these are I, games. What's interesting, Patrick, you shared in the, in the chat that there's um, that there was a, a Cones of Dunshire Kickstarter campaign, and it didn't even get half funded. Now, it, it does a, say... That's a shame. Not
1: official, probably. It does
2: say... Well, the, but the way I got to it was that... Well, uh, okay. I don't know if they're connected to the original or not. It was from an article with Adam Scott where they sat down and were playing Cones of Dunshire with him. And uh, it ended up leading here. Now, this does call it a relaunch. So I don't know if that means that they successfully funded a different one or not. I'm I'm not sure. but
0: Well, I can tell you that I've done a... a, a more than cursory Google search in, in looking for a production copy of one and have never found one. So, so if, 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 I, if, if it does exist, then literally no one's talking about it and no one is reselling it. Let me, let me <laughs>
1: say what
2: I was referencing specifically. I wasn't even referencing that it was necessarily for sale. I, in my mind, and I, I don't feel like Googling this right now, but in my mind there was a point where they basically produced like 10 copies and they gave them away as part of an event, uh, so okay. it was, which oh, is I why I that. said like a small batch production, where like they they did make it. It does exist, and they do have a full rule set for it. So like there are complete rules for the games. Like it's all it's all real in that right. sense.
0: Unlike true unlike True American, because True American seems there are up, rule, yeah. there are rules out there, but they are so like it's so it's so scattered that like yeah. it's people trying to piece it together with really very little to no actual information cones Which of dunshire was- is at least based on like a board game structure so i can kind of understand where people can can at least flesh that out some anyway that was mine that was my topic i thought yes, that was fun a really to fun, go fun go one i love that uh pop culture wish list and if you do know where any of the things that we've talked about in this episode um uh, that, that we've talked about in this this portion, if some of this stuff does exist and for whatever reason we've just missed it, please message me because I would love to, like I said, um, own some of these things, play some of these things. That being said, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Lauren. All right. I think I've, it's just you.
1: Yeah, I feel bad Close because uh, I have architecture as my category, so it's not nearly as fun as your category, Andrew. <laughs> Make it fun. I'm going to do my best. Uh, so I... Do it like this while you say it. Yeah, of wacky <laughs> arm uh, inflatable man or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can do that for me. I think that would be great. <laughs> uh, so... I will admit I don't know a lot about architecture but the one thing that I I do know is uh there's this very cool architect uh, or like piece of architecture that I like lived next to for many years when I lived in Milwaukee and that is the um the Milwaukee Art Museum and it is literally a building that's like not like any other building I've ever seen and Uh, I can pull up a picture here for you guys to see because it's just like a very unusual building for sure. Um, And it just helps to like see a picture of it. Uh, So like I literally used to like work right next to this building. And it's like really cool because like it kind of looks like a spaceship almost, you know, it like has all these like um, these like fins. And it kind of like when you're inside, it looks like like um, kind of like an animal skeleton or like ribs that go through. It It looks like
0: the 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 alien from Nope.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much, very, <laughs> very much. Uh, so, like, it, it's just, like, a really cool building. And one of the coolest features of about it is that it actually moves. So I'm going to try and play this um, this video so you guys can see. Oh, I, I actually skipped past the ads at some point And it, and it reloaded back, the sorry. ads.
0: You need to get YouTube premium. Uh, yeah, okay. Rewind so, back and listen to Patrick's. Here you go,
1: here you go. So this is a time-lapse video, and you can see the, these wings that, like, when you're facing it front on, they slowly open every day and close, Wow. Yeah, so I'm just gonna leave this playing like while I talk about this a little bit. So um, yeah, the the architect who made this, his name is Santiago Calatrava. But it's funny because like I actually was like trying to look this up, and I just wrote the Calatrava because that's what everybody in Milwaukee called this building. But that's actually the architect's name. So uh, I learned something new today. Uh, he was originally born in Spain, and he is actually like an engineer, and so or like like his like degree would be as an engineer, and so he kind of combines like engineering with the architecture a lot. And is very inspired by like nature and like incorporates organic shapes and like waves and like kind of wing shapes and all these things that are very unusual um, for architecture because these are things that are very hard to pull off with all these like natural looking curves and stuff. And so the the buildings he makes really feel like they're just like from another planet or something. Like it's it's the coolest thing ever. Um, I, I just pulled up a Google search too, so you could just see like a few other sample buildings because they're they're truly like unlike anything else in the whole world they do have like their own style like like all the white and the like, kind Whoa. of like ribbing and some of these other things but like it's just like super cool like i feel like the sydney opera house is maybe like the closest thing that um it's like a familiar reference you know if you um but these like look way never, more fragile yeah, they seem so delicate, and it's so beautiful to walk inside of it because, like, it feels like a piece of art, you know, on its on its own, to be honest. And, like, it feels, it, like, all of it's open and has a lot of windows, and so, like, you are on the lake, and you can, like, feel, kind of, like, see the waves, and you're in this very open space with this, like, very beachy kind of feel. But, like, obviously, Milwaukee's kind of, like, a different sort of beach, you know, but, um, like, it's just, like, a really unique um, thing. Like, yeah, this is... a like kind of what it looks like on the inside. Um, Dang. it's This isn't it's the same building, airy. but it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, because the ceiling goes like really high up. It's so beautiful. Like there's just so much like space involved, which like doesn't, like I can't say that like, usually feels like that way with like especially art museums or buildings that usually feel very closed in. But uh, like this is a, very like unique experience in that it's like so open everywhere and has natural light um kind of just infused in the design of the building and it's just incredible yeah. stuff like uh like I used to like like I said, I used to work next to it so i I loved like getting to see it open and close every day like people come and line up they have there's very co- like there's music playing like you can't hear it in that video, but there is like music playing when it opens and closes and everything and it's just a very cool <laughs> experience to see one of these buildings if you ever get a chance um to check out uh Milwaukee or they're they're honestly all over the world um the Milwaukee Art Museum it turns out was his first piece uh he ever built in the United States at all and then um moved on from there but it's just like now he has stuff all over the world and it's it's all so incredible really cool stuff can i can I take a guess at what
0: the only two appropriate songs that they should play when they open this things up are? <laughs> yeah it should either be the Halo intro song <laughs> or <laughs> Yeah, Um, you got it right. You got it.
1: Nailed it. One is the opener and one is the closer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so if you imagine that from like an artist's perspective, uh, which he is, what I mean to say is a perspective of an artist like Andrew. Um, Like, imagine the effort that you put into, like, I think back when you were producing primarily material that got thrown away, (laughs) like, you were producing Mm -hmm. weekly material. Um, and then imagine like, okay, then we move up to let's produce something a bit longer lived. So I know, Will, you produce like uh zines and posters i i everybody on this call does and probably everybody watching does but like yeah. posters and and pins and things like that and and those are a bit longer live like it's it's possible that some of that stuff will survive for maybe even a couple decades you know mm-hmm. uh and One then it's just imagine. but but imagine the amount <laughs> of like effort and stress and the amount of like oh yeah whatever you put in that the energy then imagine pouring that amount of energy into a structure this size like i
1: and if, if can not
2: imagine
0: wrong, what that feeling crush is. people, you know like <laughs> and and then next level beyond that, like I'm with you hundred percent. next level beyond that is once I've designed this thing that matches this artistic expression that I want to get out, it then has to pass engineering codes. Oh, you have to fight. Think about how many people you have to fight exactly to Mm -hmm. get your vision across and maybe your vision isn't realistic. And so you have to adjust it to even have to put something out into the world. That's, I would never want to do that. That just seems like a level of stress that my heart can't handle.
2: Yeah. I I think that's one of those things that it's so pre doing this recording, I was talking a bit about, uh, Mr. The Mr. Beast, um, and uh, Jimmy. And uh, I was talking about the fact that he happened to grow into his fame in the sense that he is someone that ended up being prepared to handle that level of fame. and other. And, uh, but not everybody can. And, and being famous or being talented is, is honestly just a, a fraction of what it takes to actually be successful for a long period of time. And so I, I think that there's probably not much from a you know, talent or uh, like artistic or ability or thoughtful. Like, There's probably not a lot of separation from the people that are listening to this and this person that we're talking about. But in terms of being able to like stomach and put it in front of people and defend it and like the amount of effort and emotion and anxiety and the the kind of that might be a lot of separation. You know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing. I don't, I don't know that I think that I, these buildings are beautiful, by the way. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're very extravagant, you know. Like, I don't think, I don't know that he's a better creative than the people that are in our community. (laughs) So, uh, because yeah, there are so many other facets into being able to achieve something like this. Anyway, fascinating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Good show. Thank you.
0: Good show, Lauren. Um, okay, I think that I think that rounds it out. Do we uh, do we have anything to talk about besides rolling dice? I don't think so. Let's roll our dice so we can figure out what we're talking about. Uh, yes. Are we talking about next week? Because it's Thanksgiving week. Oh, are we great doing it? question. We could roll Maybe for we the week figure after. That out, yeah. Offline, but that's fine. We we'll can roll least, our dice anyway. Yeah. I'll go ahead and start.
1: We did uh, I rolled a nineteen. The in, um, Excel is opening. Just oh. give me one second. We
2: did determine in chat today. Well, no, I mean in Slack today, that no one no one sees the turkey as the primary part of the thanksgiving meal it seems like 80 percent of people consider the potato the hero how
0: it's prepared yeah i i think i agree with it's that.
2: just that that's the everything else you're really just adding around or into the potato but like the potato is what you came for
0: yeah yeah that's this- fair
1: yeah, maybe. I like the stuffing the best.
2: We did we that was, so that was the other twenty percent. Yeah, All right,
0: kind of I rolled like an age. Right? I rolled a nineteen and a one. So I'm talking about the past of whatever it is. T V. Past T V. Oh. Three. Great.
1: Perfect. Three. Uh, and one. Which of those is the one that I the should past, The past. The <laughs> past is the one. Three is okay. the good one. The past is the past is the past. Okay. Um there it is. You
2: got art, wonderful. Art. Oh, I hope you get past two, and we can do a past an old episode. Yeah, we'll
0: tradition. Like and I got episode,
1: um eleven. Traditions, and so that's going to be tech. Boo. And
0: <laughs> I hope you get. I hope you get a one.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> guys, we're doing a throwback episode next week. Well, since everything has to be old,
2: should we all get a, a time period that we all have to talk about our thing from?
1: I mean like I know well, I know we don't normally like do this like like they should but, all be like, the same time period or all of them are different 1972
2: That's uh, Okay I don't want to be boxed in <laughs> That's easy for you cuz the only tech in 1972
1: might have been I guess that's stick. true. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. A stick?
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If so then I'm screwed cuz I have TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: they probably invented like uh the plastic ring for the six pack was in nineteen. There's probably like something like that. That that's Okay, tech I mean for the so time. You do, know what I'm okay, nineteen
1: sixty-two or seventy-two? Did you say? What
2: what
0: uh, year? Let's feels go sixties. Let's go sixties. Do you, you want to go sixty-two? Well, not specifically the 60s. sixty-two. I thought we would just do like a period, like six. You want to you know, do a decade?
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that better.
0: All right, I like a, d- I like a decade. Better. That, that gives us some
1: flexibility. Sixties. Okay. I think I can talk about Mad Men, right? Bo- I
2: think a smaller. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just- I think I think building a smaller box is better, but that's fine. We'll do six. That's a so- pretty small box. Yeah. Yeah. Compared yeah. To-
0: compared to just the past. It's just as big as the 90s. <laughs> Not really. Not in terms of like advancement. I don't. Think well, about, I, don't
1: know. Think, I think i I think that's well, Lauren's we'll category, yeah. not
0: yours. Mm-hmm. We'll find out next week. We'll yeah. see. Lauren, you just tell us if the you tell us uh,
2: if the '90s are more advanced than the '60s. That can be your category. <laughs> can you all dress up <laughs> in <the> '60s clothes. <laughs> what did uh, what did I wear? I don't think people were my height in the '60s. Will I? Don't no, think that's people only
0: started becoming your height in 1983. I remember specifically. I read that growing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I'll oh, look dressing into up?
1: It. up. Yeah, I love that. I'm gonna
0: dress down. I'm gonna dress down for the. I don't occasion.
1: think I have '60s clothes, but I'll find something.
0: <laughs> uh, just wear your. Uh, I have to dress monster. in mid-century modern, so I have to have like tapered legs,
1: mm-hmm. which we'll oh, be able to see in the zoom. And I would, would love, and I love that you on. just you yeah.
0: stand up, and all we see is your tapered pant leg. Like yeah. that's all we see for. But the But it's supposed of to be it. reminiscent of a mid-century modern leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay,
2: we'll do we'll do '60s. So I'm doing what was mine again? Art '60s art. art. They, Gosh, that's no yeah, you, yeah you that's a, a great one. Yeah,
1: you, you, have, no a the great, the you have a freaking great greats. Madden is a great like uh, spin, Andrew. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. I'm I don't know what I'm really going to do because I don't spinning things.
1: for sure know what tech was invented in the '60s. I'm going to find but out. But You though. know what's going
0: to? It's going to be really easy for you to uh, to find that out just by. Yes, Googling you did make it. this much easier. If you want show notes and links to all the stuff that we talked about, head on over to MOF1.network. There's also a a library of of shows from the years. We've been doing this for over eight years, people. That's a lot of shows. A lot of shows. Um, You can join the conversation on Slack. Go on over to MOF1.network slash Slack. You can be a part of these incredible people, conversations happening day in and day out, all over the world because our community does not end here in the U.S. United of States. That's how you would say that, right? Yeah, and they don't sleep. Yeah. Um, you can catch us live. Never miss an episode on... Twitch.tv slash M one podcast uh, that does also stream on YouTube. But if you want to make sure you know what's going on, follow us on on Twitch. So you get the uh, the notifications when we go live and all of that good stuff. You can uh, subscribe, rate and review the show on uh, anywhere where podcasts are, are mentioned and we will read them on air. Do we have any new ones right now, Patrick? No, but I do want to give some shout outs real quick uh, to
2: Tales from the Galaxy. uh
1: that's glo- my friend. Goblin Gal 2K2, <laughs>
2: Electric Maestro, uh, or Mastro, that's close enough. Uh, and then also Crider. These are the people that have uh, liked or subbed to the show uh, since last week. So if you do come and uh, like, sub, follow, et cetera on Twitch, we will read those out Yeah. yeah. Can every I also week. just say, it's ta-
1: today as yes. we're recording, is Tales from the Galaxy's Edge's birthday. So happy birthday,
0: Anna. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, Anna. Hey. <laughs> And Patrick's going to sing to you as soon as we go off air. We, uh, we trust me. It's better for everyone. Um, if uh, you can, you can subscribe to our, our channel on Twitch for free. Mm-hmm. If you already have uh, Amazon prime, you can just throw your prime subscription. You get one free one every month with your, your regular prime subscription. No reason not to throw it to us. doesn't okay. cost you any money. Just click that little toggle button, and it comes over to us every month, and it helps us out. Just a couple extra it's, bucks.
2: It just doesn't renew automatically. So like right. you have to remember to go back and do it. But that's Yes, you just got to click
0: effort. that toggle once a month. Um, super helpful to us. Um, on that note, we are going to head out of this episode. You can find me at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's on all of my different platforms.
1: I'm at Not Cool Co. everywhere.
0: And you can find me at... Tales from Beyond the Galaxy. For now, we're going to get out of this episode. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. Bye. Jeez Louise, guys, don't go anywhere. We have a thing. We need to talk about this thing. We are playing trivia. And let me pull up the graphic while you talk about it, Patrick, because we got graphics for this thing. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to do
2: trivia. And the way we're going to do trivia, because we want all of you to be able to, to, to be part of it. Yes. Um, but we also have to make sure that you all don't cheat. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure that uh, that uh, like we can all participate together. So we're going to do five teams. All right. And each team is going to be, you say led? I don't know. Yeah, Captained. Lead. By a host from the Master of One Network. Those hosts are going to be Lauren, Patrick, Andrew. Heard of them? Doc from...
0: The Drawing Table Board.
2: (laughs) And DM Will from Dungeons & Designers. All right, so that's going to be the five teams. Notice how this artwork has five points on it. Yeah, we don't do things accidentally
0: over here. Ooh, no. And we take long land. hours doing it and then our computer crashes and then we do it again. And then,
1: <laughs> it and looks and then beautiful.
2: <laughs> okay, so that's so it's going to be on December 5th. Now, here's the key though. You have to sign up. So sign-ups are going to open next week. we mm-hmm. We're going to open them up on uh, I think Monday. We'll, we'll probably this, right after probably right after our our record And we'll put this up on social. We'll put this up on Slack. We'll do that stuff. But basically, you're going to go in there. You're going to have the five team captains listed out. Each team is going to have four spots. Okay? So that's 20 people. You're going to just put your name in a spot. If a team fills up, you have to go on to a different team. All right? If we fill up all 20 spots, we will open up more. But we're going to fill up those 20 first. All right? And now... What you want to know is, what do you win? Okay, what, what do you win? Here's what you win. The winning team, the winning team, because that will be four people plus the master, is going to get the gift of Secret Santa for the, uh, for the five masters. Does that make sense? So, like, yep. so basically, let's say that Will's team wins, Congratulations Will, you win. Yeah. But his four teammates will then get a gift from Lauren, Patrick, Doc, whom I'm missing. Andrew. Andrew. That's oh, right. Sorry. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I say Secret Santa, you're not expected to then send a gift in return. It's like a one-way Secret Santa. It's like the dog door of Secret Santa. But that's <laughs> Dog doors go both ways. Okay.
0: What's something that's one way? That's okay. why my dogs never come back. <laughs> I've lost so many dogs. <laughs> you go out that door. Yeah.
2: Um, so, so that makes sense. So basically, one team is going to win, and whichever team wins is going to get random gifts from all of the hosts of M of One. That's, yes. how it's gonna, that, that's the short of it. Okay, so, so five teams, f- one master on each team, four competitors on each team. Um, and so then for the show... You'll have the five masters on the screen, like that whole thing's going to happen. Uh, and then uh, all of your teams will meet in separate audio channels, so you mm-hmm. can communicate during the actual show itself. So we'll, we'll work out all that stuff when we get uh, closer. The big thing you need to know is signups are happening in a week. A week mm-hmm. from now, yes. And we're going to drop a link in here. You have to go, and you have to pick your team before it fills up. Once my team fills up, then you will have to pick a different team. So,
0: (laughs) nice. (laughs) That was subtle, but like very smooth. Um, I, uh, this probably needs to stay in the the actual episode as well. So if you're listening to this and you heard us talk about all that stuff, you need to be aware of what's happening a week from now, which is a Monday. Not when this episode releases on the podcast stream, which is Wednesdays. So... Yeah, if you wait until Wednesday... All the spots might be full. They they might be full. Yeah, we don't have too many. Um, Yeah, so there's only there's only twenty spots available. I mean that's that's really it. So um, it's should be fun. We've got a we've got a lot of fun stuff planned for it, and um, yeah, so trivia, 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 trivia. Okay, that should be all. Right, we can bring the music back up now. We can rock out. Um, Okay. Uh,